Hello and hello there, and welcome to the Kirkmanahan wrap up show for December 14th. Today's show was solo in South Carolina. Uh, Kirk was on his own today. He was, uh, it was from StreamYard. I was the one producing it. Uh, I played along. It was, it was a, it was, a, it was a grand old time. But Kirk, uh, Kirk took the main helm. It was. Uh, we had some technical difficulties, but we ended up getting, you know, getting the ship steered straight, and uh, and the the show got up a little late, but it is what it is. Uh, I am joined by Madawaska Rob. How's it going, Rob? Thank you so much for joining me. It's going fantastic. Great. I show. was supposed to be I was supposed to be joined by Anderson Scott, but turns out that's not a person. So uh, so clear up again. Anderson Scott was the guy that you said shot Lee Harvey Oswald. Yeah, okay. I thought I thought it was uh I thought I thought his last name was Scott for some. You know reason. who it is? Did you look it up? Yeah, it's uh oh Jesus Christ. Jack, uh, Jack Ruby. Jack Ruby. That's who it was. Fuck me. But that's how it yeah. connects. That's how it all connects into the mob. Actually, Ruby's connected to the mob. So I think I'm a big I'm a big believer that the mob killed him. So okay. Well, I I just know that I I, I mean there was a take today that. I, I said the mob was pro Kennedy. Uh, I do know that like uh, his dad during the election was like, Hey, because uh, JFK was having like second thoughts about wanting to be the, the, the president. And his dad said, Hey, they're still counting votes in Chicago. Let me know if, you know, that it's was the thing. The money, baby. They yeah. So I know the, uh, I know the mob was pro Kennedy before his election, but right. I'm, I'm sure things switched up and exactly. I'm not, I'm not the biggest history buff in the whole wide world, but that's actually what my degree from Salem state's in is history. Yeah. yeah. I, I wanted to get a minor in history, yeah. but it's uh, I never, never went through with it. I wanted to so, be a teacher. So obviously that history degree does fucking nothing for me. Like absolutely nothing. So that's, cool. yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so yeah, so, so I, this was my first time kind of on as a, a guest producer, uh, I mean, this is the second week in a row where Justin has been co-hosting the Kirkman Hand Show on a Monday. It was first to, supposed to be Justin Durand, uh, who was supposed to join us today, but ended up not being able to, um, which is fine. Uh, well, what were your thoughts? Did, did, did you think I, I blew it? I, I've seen some comments saying people loved it. I'm seeing some comments saying people needed to shut it off because it was so terrible. <laughs> I mean, I thought, your- was, I, I thought it was insane. I mean, anything, uh, I mean, I'm such a sock pop. Everything Kirk does is fucking good. I mean, he can make you, he can make you into a friggin' interesting, interesting character. Not that you're not. I mean, you're very interesting in your own right. Mm-hmm. Um, the sound, I mean, the sound is what it is. It's probably like what it sounds like now. That's the only thing that sucked. I mean, it was a little, yeah. Fun. <laughs> on, his, on his end, you sounded great. His end was a little faint sometimes, but uh, but I thought it I thought it was you know it was entertaining. I mean, it is what it is. He's he's in a fucking hotel room trying to make the best of it. I I personally am so excited for this for this true crime podcast because I'm such a true crime crime guy that uh, I can't wait. I can't wait for this shit to come out. So yeah, big news, big news today announced on the podcast. I know he originally said quarter two of 2021. Mm-hmm. Now he's saying looks like it's going to be coming out in the end of January, early February. So. That's nice. If you're looking forward to that. That's coming way sooner than, than than thought. Sounds like it's going from the sounds of it. There's no way there's only going to be one season of this or like one series of this. I mean, I think they're going to release 10 episodes and then they're going to do a deeper dive into because because you know how they said like everything just keeps branching off into a million different things. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to put aside one of those branches and be like, okay, we're going to get into this at some point in a couple months. And that can be season two or that can, you know, whatever, whatever they want to call it. 
Right. And I and 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 I'm I'm really excited for it. I mean, it's taken them all all across the country. So yeah. uh, so I, I do think these uh, these shows off location will become more uh, more commonplace. Because yeah. I mean, if 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 Kirk says you know it's coming out late January, early February, and uh, and and he said that you know he has to go to Texas, California, and all these other places. So ex- expect the travel to to pick up quite a bit. I thought it was pretty funny today when you said he asked if Steve's ever been uh, below the Mason Dixon line. I that is fascinating to me. You think he? I don't has like has Steve ever been to Texas? Like I would love to know where Steve's been. Do you? I mean, like Washington D.C. is below the Mason Dixon line. Is it? I have no idea. Yeah, it is. I saw some people giving me shit about Washington D.C. being like, "Oh, it was it was in the north," but Washington D.C. is below the Mason Dixon line. What so for everyone out there, uh, yeah, I I know for a fact that uh, I'm a big I'm a big Mason Dixon line. Did you yeah, know those you're a big Mason Dixon line guy? Yeah. Did you know those guys? Uh, the Mason Dixon people actually tried wait, to weigh wait, the world. Wait, a guy. No, Prime Meridian. Prime Meridian. I'm a big Prime Meridian guy. No, they tried to weigh the world. Fun yeah. fact: Mason Dixon. That was their that was their big thing. Other than uh, creating that line, they tried to weigh the world. At least according to the Wikipedia article I read today. Uh, so yeah. So fascinating fact about me: I, I have a history degree, and I know no fucking nothing about history. Nothing, like absolutely nothing. No dates, nothing. I know. I, have, I know nothing. Yeah, Kirk. Kirk seems to know his shit when it comes to oh, everything. I mean, he he was he's on top of it. He seems like a expert on the JFK conspiracy shit. I know nothing. I mean, he kind of put me in a box and hmm. and threw me around, especially with that Anderson Scott shit. <laughs> I'm trying to find out who Anderson Scott was. It, it's just, I don't think it's a name. I, just I thought I was going on the show with a guy with no followers and like his only tweet was asking for nudes. Like, yeah, I just I just looked up a random ass, random ass person. <laughs> I'll uh, the nude question. I was ready to jump in. That Anderson Scott. But, uh, but, uh, the other big, not really big story, but a uh, big piece of content from today was Dan Levitar took some shots at Kirk over the weekend, and Kirk Kirk destroyed him today. I mean, he just put him in a body bag. Fucking Dan Levitard. If, if, here's my thing. If you're going to call out Kirk, you should at least say Kirk Minahan. Don't say former WEEI personalities or... Oh, bo- old Boston radio hosts and shit like that. Just s- come out. I, and I'd have so much more respect for you if Dan Lebatard just said, Kirk Minahan said this, blah, blah, blah. This is why I don't like it. Kirk Minahan has mental health problems. Just don't don't hide behind like this ambiguity thing where, where you're pretending, oh, you know, all these radio hosts in Boston have all these all this shit going on. I don't even know if it's that, Justin. I think he just, he thinks he's above, he thinks he's above everybody. He's a, he's a raging, raging asshat. Like, I mean, from, he, you can just tell by the way he talks, that fucking terrible show. I used to get stuck when I was, when I was traveling for work, I used to get stuck listening to that, him and that fucking idiot Stu Gotts there, the worst radio show ever mm-hmm. and uh he just i just think he thinks he's better than everybody so he doesn't want to dignify him you know he doesn't want to say kirk's name because he thinks he's above him or something but uh he was terrible and i remember i remember when kirk used to read his uh ratings there and be like he got a point zero one in the ratings like one yeah he was like the last out of 43 shows he was like 42 in the market i mean just an he's again just an all-time loser all-time. yeah i i know like he's a national, technically a quote unquote national show. But when it comes to sports radio, I feel like 
you'd rather much be like a local you'd rather be like a show based in Boston or based in New York or based in Baltimore than this national show that gets broadcast to all the places in the country that don't have a big enough sports market to hold their own local yeah. sports radio show. I mean, he just gets paid loads and loads of money. Like I'm guessing he gets paid. I'd love to know what his salary is. I bet it's, I bet it's close to a million bucks a year. Was maybe he the even one? More, maybe even more. Was he the one that just like they ESPN tried to fire his producer, so yeah. he ended up yeah paying um, him or something out of his pocket? Like oh fucking yeah, he makes like millions of dollars. He probably paid the guy ten like twenty grand. You know yeah. what I mean? Like that. Was, I'm not giving him credit before I fucking know what he does. So but, yeah, uh, no, I mean just just go out and say it. Just say Kirk's name. I mean, if people know Kirk's name, so why the fuck won't you say it instead of just saying, oh. Boston radio host, and, and and they're bringing up shit from years and years, and they're talking. What was he talking about? Grady Lill yeah. from the two thousand three. How many times do you think anyone during uh, Kirk's run at WEEI was talking about Grady Little? They won like five, three championships after that. And then who? What? I mean, I don't even know how it started. Someone didn't recognize Manny Ramirez. Like what? I don't even know. I honestly don't know the backstory on how it started too much. But I like someone posted a video of not recognizing Manny Ramirez or something. So there was a video going around of like Manny. It was like at like a, a like a sub shop or something like that. And some guy yeah. was wearing a Red Sox hat, and and so they were recording Manny Ramirez. And Manny Ramirez comes up to the guy and says, "I like your hat." And the guy's like, "Ah, cool, thanks." And, if, and and then Manny's like, Manny's like, "What the like? How do you not know it's me, Manny Ramirez?" I mean. It, it, it's kind of like a, a dick hole thing. And then, like, and then dude, it was years ago, I'm guessing you gained like 50 pounds. You could have cut your dreads. Like I, I wouldn't recognize. I don't, I don't, you can't recognize people. I mean, it's, it's hard, especially athletes. I mean, you don't, your first thought when you see somebody, you think like, Oh, maybe that looks like Manny Ramirez. Your first thought isn't like, Oh, that's Manny Ramirez. Like who gives a fuck? Probably you just like that. Probably just like the hat too. He probably guy probably never watched a game of baseball in his life. Yeah, and it's just one of these things where Dan Lebetard started going after like, like, oh, yeah, you know, if you're gonna wear a Red Sox hat and be a bro and like Barstool and like, uh, what's <laughs> Simmons and you know, and like all these things, you gotta like, know. Yeah, I, get this, I get this Callaway hat on. Am I supposed to be shooting two under and like playing on the fucking PGA? Yeah, I don't know. He's just a fucking moron. And it's like, why wouldn't like he's literally alienating? He's talking shit about Barstool fans. Yeah. While his his show is failing. You know, if, if he's doing a point zero one yeah. in in Boston five years ago, he's probably doing a less, way less than that now. Yeah. Why wouldn't you try to do something? I, I don't get why these these radio personalities don't embrace uh, the barstool branding and you know you know bring Jared Carabas on and do this shit. Other than like other than, Justin, they they did they don't want to quote unquote like bring themselves down. They think that's down a level to them because they're the holier than now friggin' media, same people like the BBWA, those asshat, the fucking the assholes that vote for the Hall of Fame. Mm -hmm. They don't want to bring anybody down to their level. They think they're way up here. They think Boston's down here. They don't even consider Boston media when, in fact, Boston is light years ahead of all of them. Mm -hmm. And they all just sit there and they have these terrible takes. And they're, they, I mean, like I, I like, I, I like the guys on EI. I like uh, Ordway and Fourier and Malone. Like, I mean, I grew up listening to Glenn Ordway. But you listen to him now, and it's like, man, you you sound like it's not it's not 1995 anymore, Glenn. Like it's mm. it, the your way of thinking and your way of doing sports media is over. And I think they all think that, and they just look so down on Boston sports and anybody associated with it. Yeah, I, I just think it's great when Kirk gets because 
it's not really sporty when he gets into these fights, but like when people call him out for just the stupid shit that happened years ago, he's the best. He's the best at that. He is the best. Like, really, really, Dan Levitard, you fucking zero. You did a zero point zero in Boston. It's just, it's just great to see just Kirk put people in their place, whether it be you know Willie Cologne or uh, Levitard or or anyone else. I just, I just think it's great when he just calls people out in sports in sports media. Yeah. Because uh, he he could take their job in a second if he wanted to. Yeah. Uh, what, what was his what was his thing with Willie Cologne? I'm two phone calls away. Oh yeah, two phone calls, and then, then he's like, right, maybe one phone call, maybe one phone, no, maybe maybe one phone call, maybe one phone. Call. Yeah, like, I love when he just he tosses the gasoline on the fire better than anybody, <laughs> better than anybody. Oh, it's great. But yeah. but Levitard's too much of a pussy to, to to say anything back. So oh, it's going yeah, to. But the thing is, he can't he can't compete verbally with with Kirk. So like he wouldn't be able to have Kirk on his show. Kirk wouldn't be able to have his show uh, on his show because Levitard can't verbally compete with him because Kirk would just literally eat his lunch because mm. he's such a he's again he's a fucking drip there's so many drips in this world you know we we, uh, we know one's a producer of the show but that's no big deal i fucking i digress i, I like the producer of the show today i thought the, he was a nice guy the guy the producer of the show was excellent today this, today was actually steve's best show in a while i think it's like at least well, the last couple of weeks well I, I i'm a big i'm a big steve guy but right. uh but everyone uh another big take was that uh andrew cuomo was accused of credible credibly accused of sexual assault which is going to be very, very interesting to see how the media doesn't you know, report it. Doesn't report. They won't report anything. I mean, it's we've seen it. I mean, the guy's getting fucking awards. He's 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 murdering senior citizens, like still as we speak. He has mm-hmm. no idea how he's handling anything. He's doing book tours while people are on pandemics. I mean, I'm not a political guy. I'm right down the middle, just like Kirk. I Joe Jorgensen all the way, like 2020. Like, I mean, my vote means nothing because I voted for her, which is fine, but you know, she, I, he's, he's an, he's just a complete buffoon. And I mean, we saw her with Biden. I mean, I feel like the woman that accused Biden seemed at least a little credible to maybe do some reporting on mm-hmm. it. There was nothing done on it. Um, so I think this is just going to fall by the wayside too. It's just, it just, just the way of the world. I mean, it is what it is. So. I think it should be required of CNN to put Chris Cuomo aside he should have nothing. He, he should not be able to touch this story. He should not have anything to do with this story. And they need to do a full dive into this. Yeah. Otherwise, they lose all credibility when it comes to any of this Me Too shit. They don't have because- it anyways. That's the thing. They don't have it. They think they do, but they don't. They None of them have it. Any of the channels. It's it's disgusting. You can't, even, you can't turn on the news anymore either way. It's just fucking, it's a, it's a circus, which is, and it's entertaining because it's I, I think I think Kirk's uh, prediction that this is just going to get swept under the rug even more so than the Tara Reid stuff is completely true. Right. People in this country either despise Andrew Cuomo because they know what he's done or they hold him up as some pedestal who saved the country from coronavirus because, because New York, oh, New York was so great in the first week or so, which they weren't. I don't, I don't understand. Remember, was it like in February or something? Everyone was saying like, oh, my God, what if he ran for president? I'm going to oh. vote for Andrew Cuomo for president. Justin, I hadn't seen him. I had totally forgot about him for years and years and years and years. He did something like five or six years back that I read that got him on my radar again. And then I totally forgot about him. And then all this, all these, all the, when the pandemic happened and he's on there showing everybody how to wash his hands and stuff. And at the beginning, I thought he was entertaining. And then, you know, he started murdering. Is that what you look for in a governor? To yeah. Be entertaining? Yeah. For me, yeah. I mean, what the hell do I give a fuck? I don't I don't give a shit. As long as they provide some type of entertainment for me. I mean, they don't they don't affect my deal. I will say if, if he comes on, 
if he comes on CNN and him and Chris, uh, you know, start shooting the shit about oh, like yeah. oh, taking pictures up people's skirts and shit like that. I mean, that, that's what they should do because yeah. CNN has just lost all credibility if they won't even touch this story. I, I, I doubt, I doubt they touch it because Chris is not going to, he's going to like refuse to go on the air. If they even mention this story, they're just going to say, Oh, you know, she look what she was wearing. They're literally going to do everything they say the right does when it comes to uh, what's her name in the Kavanaugh case. And it's just, it's just embarrassing. Um, they have about as much credibility as the view, which is another show you talked about today. Yes, that was, <laughs> that was a shout out to, you know, you know where, you know how I got that clip? Because big Steve Robinson tweeted it out. Oh, well, there so, you go. There's a bus. Like See, I told you it was his best show in a couple of I'd weeks. like to give a big shout out to big Steve Robinson. Uh, uh, I, just think it's, I just think it's so funny when people think that Jill Biden is some sort of like medical doctor. Like Kirk said, she's sitting there and she's saying she wants, she wants her to be surgeon general. And then the person next to her is like, I think she has a, I think she has a doctorate in education. She's like, Oh, does she? Oh, uh, what are you? they just spout like, Oh, that show. And I, Oh my God. I know Kirk had a lot of good things to say about my mother a couple weeks ago, but my mother watches that show religiously. And I just, I, I, she babysits my kid. I walk in the house, I get the clicker, I just walk over and I shut the TV off. I go, not my fucking house. Yeah. You don't fucking like it, go home. Like that's how it that's the, how it the best the best view segment of probably the past 10 years. I mean, I'm not a huge view person, <laughs> but was when Donald Trump Jr. came on. Oh, yeah. I did, you know, the, he, he talked about that and they were attacking him and he was like, Time out. Here are these facts. That that was great. If they did more things like that, yeah. other than just sit there and pull things out of their ass. Right about how Jill Biden should be Surgeon General of the United States. I know, I know, Kirk said it would be crazy for someone to name their wife Surgeon General, but then you think back to JFK naming uh, what's his face Attorney General. That was a great, that was a great statement today. When you said I'm a huge First Lady guy, I was like, wow, huge oh, First Lady. I, 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 I learned something different every every day about you. You, you didn't know, you didn't, you didn't know. I'm pretty open about being a huge. Well, first I know, lady. I know you're a fan of uh, what's it, Barbara Bush. Barbara Bush, yeah, yeah, Barbara Bush. Uh, huge, huge fan, huge fan. I'm probably the biggest fan of Barbara Bush in the state of Massachusetts. Oh, that's great. Just, uh, that's just a fact. I, I can't claim countrywide because, boy, she's got some fucking howlers down there in Texas. Like, oh yeah, she, she's she's big down in Texas. That's why I can't. Steve, Steve is going to be so excited if this case takes him to Texas. He's going to be all gunned up. He's going to be he's going to be loaded to the teeth with guns with the American flag stuff. He's going to be he's going to be in heaven down there, down in Texas. Uh, and another another interesting thing was Kirk said that coronavirus isn't quote unquote a thing in South Carolina right now. Nope. I mean, it, it, you know, there, there's no one's wearing a mask. He said he's still going to be wearing his mask, you know, doing his thing that Dr. Fauci says and everything like that. But he said bars are packed. Restaurants are packed. Everything's open to the brim. Mm -hmm. And and I, and I thought it was interesting. And I brought it up. The the uh, the Dave Portnoy stuff from over the weekend where he said he's donating $500,000 to a to to help try to save restaurants in New York City. Mm -hmm. I I love that idea. I think that's great. But when you look at it, that's going to end up being a drop in the bucket. That that might be able to be enough for five restaurants to to you know keep their doors open. Yeah. Especially if they're told to that they can't do anything. Mm -hmm. I'm, in the, uh, I'm in I'm in the restaurant industry uh and I've been for the last year. And uh, it is just, it's restaurant after restaurant, week after week. I mean, people close in, they can't do it. They, they can't do it, especially now that the winter's coming in New England. You can't eat outdoors anymore. I mean, mm -hmm. where, where are these people going to go? And then they just did the thing where um, you can't have the 
can't have seats on a lot of the um, sidewalks on a lot of the cities. Yep. They ban the sidewalks. So, I mean, like, what are they, what are they supposed to do? I mean, there's not going to be, when this thing's over, there's going to be nothing left. I just don't, it's going to be tough for a lot of business. And another big thing is, is a lot of people are just like, oh, we'll just get takeout. We'll just get takeout, which is great because it helps the restaurant. But these waiters and waitresses mm -hmm. and busboys that people that rely on people actually coming into the restaurant and serving, you know, work for tips. If, right. if a waiter or waitress is only doing 50 percent of what they normally get, that's not a lot. Right. You know, they, they, they work on on, you know, pretty much tips and commission and shit like that. Mm -hmm. But it's it it it's not looking good. So it was it was nice to see uh, Prez, you know, step in, try to do something. I know he's big into the restaurant industry with his pizza reviews and, and all that stuff. But I'm just not entirely sure how much they'll raise and exactly how much they need to raise in order to keep all these restaurants open. Because you hear the rent of some of these places is astronomical, and there's nothing they can do about it. it, it it's terrible. Terrible. But it's uh, if anyone can do it, Prez can. Prez yeah. is the second the second best person at raising money for good causes. I'm surprised he. I, I will. I he might throw his hat in the ring in 2024. I mean, why? Why? Why not? I don't understand. If AOC can be a politician with a little information, like I said, I'm not political, so I go both ways. Mm -hmm. uh, if she can throw her hat into a ring, he he can. I mean, why the hell not? He's probably got more. He's, he's got more people behind him than she does. That'd be something, wouldn't it? Why? I mean, why not? Donald Trump could do it. Why the hell can't he? Yeah, it'd be interesting. Uh, oh, Jesus Christ, would people go after him for? They already go after him for for everything he said in the past, but everything just falls right off his back. That's why he's he's Trump like like that. That everything just everything like Kirk says, everything just slides right off his back. Like he's he's been saying it since the beginning, just slides right off his back, and he's like that too. Yeah. Uh, so I guess we wanted to. We're going to end it. Uh, and today's show, if there's anything else you wanted to bring up, I just wanted to mention you, you did say I'm a big first lady guy. Yeah. Oh, what are you, what are you showing? It looks like you're, this is a new, uh, let's see. I'm trying to get it in the middle. There we go. This is a new thing every week. If I'm going to be on, uh -huh. we'll do the condescending cunt count. So like, like every, we'll do it. We'll, I'll do it by show. Cause I only had one show to do it since, since we were on the last time. So Steve had nine condescending cunt remarks in the very little that he was on air on Friday with wit which was a great episode well with wit um, mm -hmm. he's 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 phenomenal he's like he's just the type of guy he's he's all my buddies he feels like when you have an interview with him you just feel like you're sitting there drinking a beer like just shooting the shit like that's the way he makes like you feel but uh but steve's i would say and then we'll do the condescending cunt comment of the week and like i'll have you pull up i'll have you pull up some audio but sure. this week this week i think the condescending cunt comment wasn't even meant to be a condescending cunt comment i think it was supposed to be a uh, a it wasn't supposed to be an insult when he said that Dave Cullinane was like a golden retriever because like golden retrievers are the best dogs they're very loyal mm -hmm. but the way that Steve said it in Steve's condescending cunt way he made it sound like it was an insult and that's why it's like everything Steve says is like tainted with the cuntness like it's like cunt taint like fucking all over his comments so I've, I've had two goldens in my life and the happiest dogs in the that's entire. what I mean I don't know but, that's, but the way he said it it was like wait a minute, Steve, did you just make me like not like golden retrievers? Or like, was I supposed to not feel about that? What was that supposed to be? So we'll do that every week. Cause yeah. You know, so, uh, so I had a, uh, I, I banged out a top five list on today's show. It's oh, pretty yeah. quick. It was uh, much quicker than my previous list. Uh, I'm proud of that. I stand by that list. Uh, a lot of, a lot of people talking about lady bird Johnson and, uh, and going back and forth uh, with that. 
So I'm going to leave everyone with a prank phone call from the Howard Stern show days of Lady Bird Johnson. Nice. We're back with the Jack and Rod show. I'm Jack Mapper. I'm Rod Stippington. And today, Rod, we have a special show. Today is First Lady Friday. All right. And on the phone, we have Feather Schwartz Foster. She happens to be the author of Ladies, a Conjecture of Personalities. Let's say hello to Feathers. Feathers, how are you doing? Hi. Rod, would you mind telling Feathers the very special guest we have on the phone? We have an extra special guest. We've been working on getting her for a while. Um, Special guest, please go ahead and say hi to Feather. Hi, Feather. Hi, how are you? Do you recognize the voice? Well, it's a southern lady, I'm sure. Special (laughs) guest, do you want to say your name? I'm Lady Bird Johnson. Let's hear for Lady Bird Johnson. Oh, for heaven's sake, Mrs. Johnson, I am thrilled to be on a show with you. You know, I like Jimmy Carter's big peanuts. That's very nice, too. Yes, it was. Lovely. Tell me about your book, Feathers. Uh, my uh, my book is called Ladies, A Conjecture of... Don't Ryan. call me Lady. Call me whore. Well, um, the book is available on... Uh, you can get it on uh, yes. Oh, uh, yes. Talk about the president's wives. Do you know I took out my teeth to give Jimmy Carter a blowjob? I'm sure that was uh, quite an experience. Talk about your book, and I'm going to pleasure myself. Okay, you do that. Um, my book is available on any of ah, ah. One time I went down on Ronnie Reagan. He was really fucked up on that Alzheimer's. Oh, we can talk about He, he went on my head. He thought I was the toilet. Tell her a little bit about what you do sexually, just to no, make her No, I will not. Well, just to make her feel... No, I will not. Why is that? Because I don't like it. It's embarrassing. Well, you can use double entendres. No, I do not. You can use, like, the word box or something. Can you tell her about things you've touched? I don't do any of this garbage. Come on now. It's political sex therapy. I don't do any of that stuff. Sex in the White House is a hot topic right now, though. But I'm not writing about sex in the White House. I'm writing about the old old first lady. My pussy's driving the pile of dead leaves. Tell you your pussy. Don't call yourself a first lady. That's not a first lady. You should be ashamed of yourself. (laughs) 